Okay, you guys, here we go. She Runs Ultras, episode number 184. I want to read you guys something that was posted in the Run Your First 50K Facebook group a couple weeks back because it really resonated with me, and my guess is that it's going to resonate with you too. So Allison said... Anyone else feeling lost without a training plan? As some of you might remember, I ran my first 50K at the end of April, and then I did a trail Ragnar and another race or two that didn't necessarily require specific training. But what I found is that I kind of feel lost without a training plan. I trained solo and did the requisite zone two for my 50K, and now I feel like I'm too slow for most social running. Life has been busy with kids going to college and ongoing house maintenance issue, etc., etc., that without the commitment of a training plan, I don't prioritize my running. I'm dipping my toe back in by pre-scheduling some runs, but it feels lackluster without a training plan. Anyone else? So I read that and was like, Oh, I, I feel that so hard, especially right now. Sometimes I think it's nice to take a break from a training plan, especially after a, like a big race that you've been training for or spent like a long time preparing for. But I also find, and I think what Allison is experiencing here is that there comes a point at which a training plan of some sort keeps me from totally unraveling. Like, so I take that break and it's okay to be without plan for a while, but then I feel like there's that tipping point where I either need to get a plan or everything's just going to completely unravel. When I don't have a plan, I've noticed that I feel lost, confused, overwhelmed, a little stressed, like I know I'm supposed to be doing something, but I don't know what or when or how. And I think that really undermines me, not only obviously in my training, but in all other areas of my life. Because if I can't nail down my training, then I sort of feel like a little unhinged. And I don't I don't mean that in like a in a bad way per se, but like I just feel like the puzzle pieces aren't clicking into place. I need some level of structure and accountability in order not to stress about my training, even if I'm not quote unquote officially training for something, for some race, for some event. Maybe you guys feel the same way. Maybe you haven't experienced this, but I think it's a worthwhile topic to bring up. And with so many things vying for our attention these days, I think it's silly not to have some sort of just workout plan, even if, like I said, you're not officially training for anything. I really need structure. (laughs) Maybe, Maybe you guys can relate. And plans give that structure. They help us create habits and routines, all of which are a good thing. And it helps us manage our time more effectively. It facilitates us moving towards our goals, even if they are really far off in the future. And this is sort of how I've been feeling for the last couple of weeks. Like, I spent the first half of the year training to pace Frank at Tahoe. I had a plan. It was great. All like I was firing on all cylinders. But then after Tahoe, I didn't really do a good job of figuring out what would come next. So I sort of floundered a little bit for quite a few weeks. (laughs) 
(laughs) with what I was going to be doing for my training. I sort of chalked it up to, well, I'm going to shift my focus to the coaching group and my in-person classes. And I made excuses and I realized finally that I was anxious and stressed about it. I, I sort of realized I was anxious and stressed about just stuff in general. And then when I sat down to really think about it, I was like, oh, it's because this whole segment of my life is unstructured, unplanned, and I'm running amok. And I knew that I should be doing something every day for my training, but I just didn't know what, largely because I didn't know what my next big thing would be. So I sort of just said, well, I'm not going to do anything because if there's nothing on the schedule, then I don't need to train. Like, I don't know, maybe this, maybe this guy makes sense to you guys. Maybe it doesn't, but this is sort of like the inner workings of my crazy brain here. But I did turn a corner at one point and for probably about the last six or eight weeks, I've been focusing on getting back into the swing of things, back into the same routines that I had when I was training for Tahoe two years ago. And that was a time when I was very focused. I was very efficient with my time and my energy, and I really did enjoy my training. So naturally, that's a time and a place and a structure and habits and routines that I would want to go back to. And I'm sharing this post from Allison because, like I said at the beginning, it really resonated with me. And because I know that there are probably lots of you guys that feel the same way she does, about not having a plan or maybe being in that in-between place and not knowing what to do, where to start, feeling lost or overwhelmed or confused or stressed. So from experience, I can tell you that the hardest part of this scenario is just simply deciding to make the change to get back on track. Because once you do that and you commit to it 100%, it gets a lot easier. You don't have to spend the time sort of in that messy middle trying to figure out, should I or shouldn't I? What should I do? What can I do? What can't I do? Why would I do this? Why wouldn't I do this? Like all those, I mean, they're valid questions, but if you don't have a goal and you don't have an objective and you're sort of wishy-washy in the middle, things get really uncomfortable and messy And while sometimes it's valuable to spend some time there, it's not a place you want to live permanently because I feel like it really brings you down. And once you commit, it gets a lot easier. So I've been repeating the initial weeks of my training plan from late 2021, which was basically when I decided decided, um, to ramp things up for Tahoe. It's basically when I got the word that I was accepted to Tahoe. And that's been working really well for me. And you can do the same thing, especially if you've been keeping track of your training in some way, shape or form, something that you can like refer back to, whether that's digital or analog. And if you don't have anything like this, I put together a free four week training plan that you can plug into your schedule and start using right away. I'll tell you a little bit more about that in a second, but I wanted to share a couple things, a couple thoughts that have sort of helped me to bridge the gap between not training and training, because it is as simple as sort of flipping the switch, like flipping the light switch on in a dark room. But oftentimes we make it harder on ourselves because we build it up to be this big thing. Like I have to start on a specific date. I have to have the whole thing figured out from start to end. I have to have a goal. I have to have all the ducks in a row before I can actually start. 
And I'm here to tell you from experience that that way doesn't really work because you'll always find some excuse that will keep you from starting and will keep you from moving forward. You'll say, oh, well, I don't have the training plan, so I can't start. Oh, I don't have that piece of equipment, so I can't start. Oh, I don't know what race I'm going to do, so I can't start. And if you let those things always hinder you, then you're never going to start you're never going to finish and you're never going to hit your goals. So let's just talk about three really simple things to keep in mind that will help you to bridge the gap between not training and training. The first thing on this list is making the time on your schedule for the workouts. This is huge. You guys, I don't know about you guys, but like, if it's not on my schedule, then it doesn't get done. I sort of live and die by my calendar because I also can't remember anything these days. So like I have post-it notes everywhere. I put everything into my calendar. I use an app to try to track all of my miscellaneous thoughts and, and schedule them. And if I start to make time for my training, then I know that I will actually show up and do it. So if you did that during your training cycle and then you stopped doing it when you completed your race or your training cycle ended, then this is the best first place to start and get back on track. So make the time, like actually sit down. This is something that we talk about inside the She Runs Ultras membership. I teach people my sort of strategies for time scheduling And it's a lot of it is just done in advance, like sitting down on a Sunday and planning out your week, mapping things out ahead of time so that you know what needs to get done when, what times and what days you'll be working out, what you're going to do so that you don't just wake up the morning of, look at your schedule and be like, "Mm, I know I'm supposed to do something today, but I don't know what it is. Or the flip side of that is you wake up you look at your schedule and you're like, oh shit, that's the thing I'm supposed to do today. And it's like a frenzy, crazy chaos mess, right? So we want to try to avoid both sides of that coin. We want to just plan accordingly ahead of time. All right. The second thing is to keep it simple. I am my own worst enemy when it comes to this. And maybe you guys are in the same boat. I'm always trying to overcomplicate things because somehow I think that like if I overplan or if I overschedule or if I overwork, it'll be better. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> so sometimes I have to make it hard and then go through the process of it being hard and then remember, oh, hey, it doesn't have to be hard. So if you're getting back on track with your training, don't make that same mistake that I do. Don't jump back in at the same time or effort or mileage level, right? That you did when you were back in the middle of your peak training. You have to start small and work up from there. And this is what I'm doing. This is what I built into that free four week training plan. Like start small and just ramp up slowly. Like if you're not officially training for anything, you don't have to blow the doors off your training plan. You just need to show up every day consistently and put forth just a little bit of effort to keep you moving forwards. Okay. So start small, keep it simple, work up from there. The third thing is, and I, again, am terrible at this, but just know that it won't be perfect straight out of the gate. 
if you've taken some time off from your training, if you're sort of in that like messy middle part where you don't know what you're going to train for next, but you want to keep moving forwards because you don't want to fall off the wagon altogether. Don't try to make it perfect straight out of the gate. I'm terrible at this because I'm like type A perfectionist. I'm... (laughs) I'm in recovery for it. (laughs) I'm really trying hard. I strive to have everything be amazing. And when it's not, I get disappointed. But what I found is that if I prime myself for this reality ahead of time, and I remind myself that it's part of the bigger picture, and that just because that it's not perfect now doesn't mean that I'm going to fail at hitting my goal nine months from now down the line, then I do way better. Just put it into perspective a little bit and know that you have to put in these early, simple, basic steps in order to grow from there. Okay. So keep those things in mind, especially if you're like Allison and you don't have a plan right now and you're trying to get back into the swing of things, trying to get back on track, just work in slowly. All right. If you want to get that free plan that I put together, you're just going to go to my website. So megan-gould.com forward slash get back on track. It's all one word. And that's going to link you to uh, a page where you just put in your email address and then I'll send you the plan. Okay. So that plan is four weeks. It's got everything from daily shakedowns, walks, runs, mobility, stretching. There's a couple kin stretch classes in there. It's like a template for the bigger training plans that I write for not only the run your first 50 K group, but also for my private one-on-one clients. So you can start to see how I put together training plans and, um, kind of like the recipe that I found that works really well, again, not only for me, but for my clients to make sure that you're doing all of the right stuff. You're not doing only running and nothing else. And you're not only doing strength training or mobility and no running and walking. It's a good marriage of all of the different components of this ultra training recipe. I'm sort of mixing metaphors here, but I think you guys get the point, right? So just go to megan-gould.com forward slash get back on track to download that plan. Hey, you guys, one more quick thought I want to toss in here before I sign off. If you are training for your first or your farthest ultra, don't deal in other people's realities. One of the things that I found most helpful for me was that if I stepped outside the context of what other people thought was the most normal thing to do and started to create my own reality around the race that I wanted to do, the training it was going to take, the time, the effort, the mindset, the equipment, all of the things. I created my own little reality that I lived in, in order to train for any of the specific races that I've done. And I want to offer that as something that you guys can do as well, especially if you are thinking about doing, like I said, your first 50K, because the the reality that you're living in now is limited by the race distance that you've done up to this point. And in order to go to the next level, you have to create a totally new reality. And this is going to seem perhaps a little weird and a little out there, but I promise you, if you start to dip your toe into this and try it out, you'll start to see more and more that this 
new reality that you're creating for yourself is actually one where you want to spend more time and it's one where you get more stuff done because you're living into where you want to go and you're not being held back but where you've already been all right so If you also want to start to spend some more time around other women who are training for their first or farthest ultra, then I would highly recommend you join my free Facebook group, Run Your First 50K. All you have to do is just go into Facebook, search under groups for Run Your First 50K, request to join, answer the questions so that we know how to help you and you're in. And just as a reminder, that group is exclusively for women and If the doors are still open, if we haven't sold out spots yet for the She Runs Ultras membership, that's another place where you can create your own ultra reality. Just go to sherunsultras.com. That's all for this episode, you guys. Enjoy this beat and I'll see you all soon.